For you formed me in my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bold and Virtuous podcast. It's your host, Denisa. And I wanted to start with this beautiful verse today because we're going to talk about something quite meaningful, especially to us ladies. I think that this is something that everyone... um, I mean, every girl will face, and if you say that you've never faced it, or if you say that it's never been an issue, even for a moment, then you're probably lying. (laughs) So today I wanted to encourage, um, encourage my sisters, because I think that this is something I've been feeling a little bit lately, and you know what, there are times in our lives with the Lord where we just need encouragement, you know. It's not about how far can I go, how much more can I grow, how much more can I, you know, serve, how much more can I jump over the bridges, um, how much more faith can I display. I mean, don't get me wrong, all of those things are beautiful and they're all wonderful challenges and wonderful targets to have and things that we definitely need to fill our relationship with God with. Um, But there are days when it's just encouragement, you know, and sometimes I think that I'm one of those people where when I find myself in a a tough situation or a tough season where I kind of feel a little stuck, um, I, I have these days where from morning to evening, I just, I I can't, I can't do my normal routine. I, I can't, you know, I can't sit and study the Word of God the same. I can't pray the same. I can't talk to people the same. I just feel so incredibly um, down and discouraged, and I just cannot, I cannot go on. And the only thing I need on that day is encouragement. And when God comes to me and does it and encourages it, my soul lifts me up, it is you know, I, I will burst into tears. And again, I'm sure all of you wonderful ladies know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, you just, when the Lord really hits that that heartstring and he says exactly what you need to hear and he gives you a hand to hold in that time of, of grief, in that time of hardship, in that time of trial, um, whatever it may be, Sometimes it's okay to allow yourself to just be encouraged. There is nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that we should always and always just seek to be encouraged by the Lord. You know, that that will never grow us overall. Uh, we, we do need to be rebuked. We need to grow. We need to mature. But I just want to emphasize for anyone out there that may have had this kind of thought that I had in the past, um, it's okay it's okay to be discouraged and it's okay to spend some time with the Lord just looking for an uplift. He will give that to you. So the verse I read at the beginning of this was in Psalm 139. And this this, this chapter is absolutely amazing. The psalm is the one that starts with, Oh Lord, you've searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. Uh, And it goes on and on uh, talking about how God knows us in and out, how his thoughts for us are precious and how vast they are for us, that he basically thinks about us 
all day and all night that he comes and slays the wicked for us that he is our hero you know that that prince charming in the fairy tale that is god for us that is jesus coming to rescue us from the from the arms of the enemy of the wicked one he is the one who comes um therefore we need to allow ourselves that the way that the psalm ends is by kind of pleading with the lord search me oh god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts it's it's kind of like uh, this prayer saying come god come and and see and search through every part of me because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of what you'll find because every thought is about you and every thought that I have is pure because I have you and because I know you. You know, when we are with the Lord and when we are dedicated to him, we just, we're full of light. And that purity gives us the full and complete trust of knowing that there is nothing to fear. No matter how deep the Lord may may search, I can face it, you know, I can face whatever it is that the Lord will bring up because I have him by my side. He's my hero, as we said before, and he is the one who knows us in and out. So if he already knows everything about us, then why do we fear when it comes to allowing the Lord to truly take in every part of us? Um, and when we, you know, and that's why we need to allow him to see even the bits that are not so wonderful and not so pretty and not and things that do not please him a lot it's okay it's all right to let him see those things too because he already knows us as uh, verse 14 says I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works oh lord my soul knows it very well um, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And even in Luke twelve seven, it says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, you are more valuable than sparrows. I really love that. There's a few verses in the Bible that mention about how our hairs are numbered and how God knows before even one falls out, um, which shows again that you are someone incredibly valuable to him. As uh, as Luke says, that the Lord takes care of the sparrows of the air who do not, you know, uh, store in barns and, you know, plow in the fields. But so how much more valuable are we? And, you know, the, the, the big topic that made me, or rather that encouraged me to record an encouragement today <laughs> i say that twice now i just i just heard it um but what what the lord kind of in, inspired me with was because i was having this incredible conversation with him um very deep about you know my own insecurities my own problems my own kind of um spiritual battles and i kind of told god like it it just came out of me i could i the holy spirit spoke through my prayer and it was so beautiful because he reminded me, hey, when I died for you, I removed all the chains off of you. And why do we say that we are free? Yes, we are free indeed because uh, we no longer are bound to death. We can now enter into the kingdom of heaven. We have eternal life. We are forgiven. All of these things are part of the freedom. But one thing that really matters when you need to be encouraged is to remember that whatever you're facing, 
right? Because we will still face things even after you get saved. If you just got saved and you think, oh, I'm never going to struggle with things again. Sorry, bad news. Um, there are still going to be a lot of problems. There's still going to be trials. But the difference now is that we are no longer chained to those things, especially when it comes to the flesh. So a little reminder, the flesh means things that are within us as self, um, the things that come in every baby that is born. You know, as they say, babies are selfish. The only thing that they uh, know how to do is to cry when they're hungry, cry when they're uncomfortable, cry when they're thirsty. You know, they just always need to be uh, attended to. You will never see a baby thinking, oh, mother, you're tired. You know what? It's okay. I'm not going to cry. I'm hungry, but I'm not going to cry. I'm just going to think of you. You know, a baby's not going to do that. <laughs> um, a baby only thinks of himself because that selfishness is in us naturally as human beings on this earth. And it is part of our flesh. So when we face those things like selfishness or envy or deceit or lust, all, all these kinds of sins that come with the flesh that are only self-pleasing and self-honoring and do not seek to honor anyone else, much less honor God, those things are difficult to face when you're in the world, uh, especially things like pride and selfishness. Those two things are incredibly hard to face alone. And I've seen a lot of people in life try to kind of um, be less selfish, but it is so hard or have more self-control, you know. Uh, why is obesity such an issue? Because again, man only seeks to please themselves. It's because it, it feels so good to, to, to eat that donut. It feels so good to have that takeaway. You know, it's so bad for your body, but you don't care. It tastes so good in your mouth. You just want to eat it, you know. I, I, I'm not trying to encourage anyone to go and eat unhealthy here, but I'm trying to paint a picture that we are so weak when it comes to that self-control. Uh, and if you do see people that are fit and whatever and all of these things, they lack strength in other ways or they find very little joy in life because they have to be so rigid and so incredibly controlled in order to find uh, balance in life. So all of that is, is really hard without God. But when Jesus is by your side, the flesh is no longer what you are chained to. I'm going to say that again. So when Jesus is in you and within your life, the flesh is no longer chained to you. So you are no longer under the authority of the flesh and of sin. It is no longer sin that has the power over you. It is actually you that have the power now. You have the authority. God has given it to you. The Lord told us. For example, there are so many verses in the Bible that talks about this. Uh, one that's off the top of my head that I have found now is in 1 John 2.14, which says, I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. So I'm here to remind you today, you have overcome the evil one because the strength of the Lord is in you. The Holy Spirit is within you. When you receive Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit enters in you and you are able to have such strength. Strength that, yes, it's, it's not your own, but it is in you. So you are able to use that strength that is supernatural and completely defeat the enemy. Therefore, 
every form of flesh, of tribulation, of trial that you are facing, you have overcome it. You've overcome it. You do have the authority over it through the name of Jesus. And, you know, I was struggling. When I was talking to God uh, this afternoon, I was kind of thinking about how I see other women in life and what kind of relationship I've had with my sisters and things like that. And don't get me wrong. uh, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've treated a lot of different sisters uh, in a way that I would not treat them now. I've hung around with certain sisters for a little too long. Um, You know, whereas in in 2 Thessalonians 3, it says to depart, to kind of withdraw from brothers and sisters that act disorderly. And I didn't, you know, I stuck around and they ended up influencing me. They ended up making me act and behave that they, the way that they did. And there are just so many things that I would do differently now. And I'm sure that I would say that, that I will say that again in 10 years, that again, you know, I would still do things differently than I would right now at 28. Um, But the Lord is teaching us as we go along. So we need to give ourselves the consent and, and the allowance to be able to make mistakes, to get things wrong, to learn as we go along. And don't get me wrong, I speak, I'm speaking to myself when I say this too, because I really, really struggle with that. I, I'm somebody that's very hard on herself because I always have the best intentions at heart and I always work to act with wisdom. But of course, you know, I'm still young and I'm learning and and I used to struggle with condemnation. The enemy used to come to my ear and condemn me like crazy. Uh, so praise God, I'm not I'm not at that level anymore. So I, I, I am able to to kind of let things go a lot more. However, I still when I do it in the moment, I still get frustrated, you know. Um, so I may be able to forgive more. But the frustration is still there. I still I still get frustrated with myself. I don't I don't like make a mistake and think, oh well, it's fine. Um, I know some people are able to do it. For me, I'm like, oh girl, you know better than this. You know, like I just I just want to tell myself off. I want to look at myself in the mirror and just tell myself tell tell myself off. Um, and maybe some of you guys can relate. I don't know. But the good thing about all of that though is that I really do learn about who I want and who I do not want to be. So it does help for me to grow, which is wonderful. It's, it's you know, it's my goal always in the Lord to grow and grow and to always aim to be more like him. So what I want to tell you today, whatever it is that you're struggling with, whatever it may be that you are dealing with, maybe you, you made a mistake, maybe you um, ended up taking the wrong turn in life and now there's no going back. Maybe there's a relationship that you kind of messed up in because you saw it in in a different way in the moment, but now you realize there were some things that you could have acted differently about. Um, Whatever whatever the situation may be, I want to really encourage you today. I want to extend an arm of compassion to you to remind you to allow yourself to make mistakes, allow yourself to stumble and allow yourself to hurt. You know, sometimes when we hit our knee, when we hit our ankle, when we twist something, we just need to to sit down and we just need to cry. We just need to allow ourselves to feel 
that pain and that is okay. You know, pain does not make you weak and crying does not make you weak. In fact, it takes a very strong person to, to admit that they are in pain and to even cry about it. Because as adults, we are taught, especially men, are taught that they should no longer cry, they should no longer moan. Um, my dad has, has always been a man that has been very, very strong, very incredibly stable. And don't get me wrong, growing up with a man like that has been phenomenal. It, it, to me, he always looked like Superman, you know, like there was just no breaking him. He could do anything and everything. Um, whatever situation you were stuck in, he could come and fix it. And he still can do that. There are so many times where I would break down in my car or I had mold in my flat or the plumbing in my bathroom wasn't working or the carpet was all squeaky or whatever the case was, he was always able to come in and fix it um, and always able to come to my rescue. So that was always such a beautiful and is such a beautiful um, attribute of him. But you see, the problem is, is that uh, men like that uh, have, have difficulty expressing their pain. And we as women can, can be the same. But I, I just want you to know that it's okay. If you need to cry today, cry. Put on a sad song and allow yourself to feel these feelings. And know that the Lord is with you. Know that the Lord is holding you by the hand. And know that he loves you so deeply. Remember that he, he knows who you are. Therefore, nothing can surprise him. Whatever it is that you may have been sensing or maybe you feel like you let him down in one way or another. Listen, as, as it says in, in uh, Psalm 139, he knows you in and out. Verse 13, you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. He is the one who made you as you are. He knew what uh, weaknesses you will have. He knew what strengths you will have. And he certainly knew where you would stumble the most and why. It doesn't mean that you sh you can't go to him and, and tell him and talk about it with him. Please do. But know that he already knows. Therefore, he cannot be surprised. He cannot be disappointed. And he certainly will not turn his face from you because of what happened. It is in him that we have full and complete grace and mercy in Jesus Christ. And that is what I wanted to take today and give to you. That you are loved, that you are precious to God, that he knows you, that he knows when you sit down and when you rise up, he knows the thoughts that you have. And he knows what you want to do in life. He knows what you're about to say before you even say it. He knows everything about you. There is no, as verse 7 in Psalm 139 says, there is no place. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? There is nowhere you can go where God is not there. And that does not just mean physically. I mean that in the metaphorical sense. I mean that in the spiritual sense, in the mental sense, in the emotional sense. Whatever place you're in, if you're in depression, if you're in anxiety, if you're in grief, if you're in loss, if, if you're in a place of complete confusion, there is no place that you can be in that God is not there. He is everywhere and he is with you in your trial and tribulation. So let me pray as I end this. 
Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much because you teach us, God, that in your name and in your blood, Father, we are no longer chained to the things of this world. We are no longer chained to our flesh. And we are certainly no longer under the authority of the trials and tribulations that we face. We do not have to let them oppress us because they cannot. They cannot have that kind of power over us anymore. The only way that they can affect us like that is if we let them. You, Jesus, have given us the authority to trample over serpents and snakes, and you said that nothing shall by any means harm us. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I pray that over all of my sisters listening to this, every single one of them, whether they're going through a tough season right now, or whether a tough season is starting, or whether it's just ended, or whether they're going through a really wonderful season, but they don't know what's happening a little bit. I pray that you encourage them. And that you keep reminding them, Lord, that the chains are off their hands. They, the chain is broken. They just need to take those bracelets off their wrists. Sometimes some of us can hold on to those bracelets because we're so comfortable to, with being under the oppression of pride, of selfishness, of self-control, of bad language, of all of these things. We're so used to being under the control of these things that we feel like, that's it. That's, that's all I got to do. I'm just going to, you know, let God do the rest. And yes, Lord, you will change us. And the fruit of the Spirit will continue, uh, will continuously fill us. But God, we need to take those bracelets off from those chains and to remind ourselves daily, we are no longer chained. We are free and free indeed. So I speak freedom over every single one of my sisters. And I thank you so much, Savior, because you saved me, you saved all of us. And because you've made us so beautiful in everything that we are, help us to trust exactly what you've got for us and not to try to be anyone else or steal anyone else's identity. Because if we were going to be like our friends or whoever it may be, then who will be like us? So I pray for, for the person listening to this, that, they rem that you remind them, Lord, that they are unique, they are precious, and that you want them to be exactly who you made them to be, for you make no mistakes. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that this was an encouraging episode. That was the <laughs> the aim of it. We were able to have a little bit of a chat as well about these beautiful topics, but I hope that you leave today feeling completely uplifted, able to take a new breath and reminded that you are precious, that you are who you are meant to be and that Jesus Christ is only going to help you become that much more beautiful as yourself and while we work to become more like Christ it is in our individualism that he finds pleasure and there is a reason why everyone's DNA is completely different he's not the kind of God that just makes clones he's a God who loves to treat and deal with each individual in their own separate way and he takes pleasure in doing that so if this worked for you i'm so glad to share it with someone who might feel the same uh, and if not i pray for you that the lord will continue to encourage and lift you in every way possible god bless you my sisters remember you are bold and you are virtuous in christ alone therefore remain in him and his beautiful word 
see you in the next one. Bye, guys.